You are listening to Not the Nine O'clock Views. A discussion podcast about everything airsoft and shooting related by two guys and their British accents. Presented by your hosts, Arius Alipour and Timothy Selby. So increasing airsoft skill in airsoft, obviously airsoft, airsoft skill, airsoft. But you can increase skill skill in airsoft? (laughs) It's almost like it's an RPG. What kind of prospect? I was about Go to say on. prosperous. <laughs> what prosperous. kind of? Pr- pr- oh my god! Have you? Have you lost your- Hippopotamus. What question is that? It's an interesting question. I think. <laughs> I think what we're trying to say is how can you? How can you better your abilities in airsoft? I, I think the question is a bit uh, terrible, to be honest. <laughs> but the the answers we can come up for this it will definitely be beneficial, and I think. I think you're going to focus more on exercise, I think, and I'm going to focus Ooh. more on learning techniques that work in airsoft, depending on whether you play in a, a CQB, CQB environment or a rural environment. Oh. Um, and I think, honestly, I think over time, it's just experiencing the field and uh, learning it and uh, you know, seeing how, how you best play, because obviously there are people who want to snipe. <laughs> People who want to get up close and personal, and people who want to just do long range engagements and one on ones, or you know, when they're in chokeholds with uh, chokeholds, not physical chokeholds. I mean, chokeholds in a field, Jeez, like my gosh, where, where you choke so violence. I know. I'm I'm starting to realize that the way I'm saying things may sound misconstrued as if someone's having an actual fight yeah. instead of playing a game we're not, of us. We're both not saying words right today. No, not at all. But yes. Uh, Increasing S of skill, increasing your ability to play the game and be better at it. I think that's quite contextual, but obviously it probably means that being a better team player, uh, playing towards whatever kind of uh, game mode it is, uh, regardless of whether it's team deathmatch or not, for example, capture the flag, or Mm -hmm. uh, I think there are a multitude of different games. I think zombie games have become very popular these days where you've got defenders who are have only got one life and if they get infected or die they they end up joining the attacking team and the attack team always starts small and then gets bigger um, i guess that's a duration game where you have to stay alive for as long as possible for your team to win yeah uh, or the other way around be as uh, aggressive as possible trying to get as many of them onto your side before you either run out of time or you know get tired uh, <laughs> so so many times you can run back to spawn before your legs give way mm-hmm. um but yeah i think uh it is subjective it is contextual but i think experience is one huge part just play the game and learn from others yep. be a team player i think being a team player is a huge part of airsoft no matter how much people say oh I, i'm the best blah 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 i think it's about the team play not the individual and also learn the map, uh, which sounds like a gaming thing. I think a lot of the aspects of learning to play esports and stuff like that can come into airsoft in its own way. You can learn the map, learn your airsoft field, learn mm. all about it, find different bits. You might find, oh, there's a campy spot here. Or I'm learning these choke points, different parts of the map, and I'm going to find ways to flank around that. Or, you know, I played at the mall in Reading so long that the 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 time they decided to change the format of the of the uh, play the site was refreshing 
but it didn't take long for regulars to get used to it and learn their way. And yeah, that's part of that. increasing your SL skill. Yes. When you play, okay, there's different methods behind this because I think it's either based on the individual or the team in, in terms of increasing your skill. When it comes okay. to the individual, I think it's all about repetition. Um, say, learning your reloads, learning the quick reloads, learning to transition from main to sidearm, if that just so happens to be um, uh, something that you come into, uh, when, 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 if it happens, it happens, right? Um, exactly. But as a team, I think Airsoft is a team sport, not really an individual sport, because no matter what map you're on, if you run well as a team and you sort of look around your surroundings and you play well as a team, you could do so much better than somebody who is just a regular. Sure, they may find a hidey hole, but if you work and run through it as a team, make sure you grab your corners, um, look in every direction, you could... You could outwit somebody who is a 24-hour airsofter at that particular field. I have seen somebody who runs around a field that they're used to with, um, um, with tremendous speed and a high rate of fire pistol or, um, or an AEG. And are, you, are you speaking about speed softers? Yes. Um, I feel like maybe that is skillful in a way but um that's it's very very isolated i think it's it's skillful to a point because you know the map if you go to a different map you're not going to be running the same way you can have you you can fire as quickly as you want in a general direction but because you know the map you know where to aim um in a different place you don't know where or what's going on you're just going to be running around probably cluelessly because that's how you run around as a speed softer yeah. <laughs> um, but when it comes to the individual, I think um, learning your gear, learning where it is placed, um, learning where your hands go when it comes to reloads, uh, making sure you know how that sling works. If you know how, if you do have a sling, um, make sure you know how to use your aim point properly because there are people who have red dot sights but don't know how to um, adjust it properly. Um, once you gain those individual aspects, know your gear, know your body, know how you work, run, um, your movement, um, then you're, you're slowly increasing your skill because it's all just down to repetition. Once you repeat, um, lining your sights with, with great ease and speed, learning those reloads, once you implement that to a game, um, and you run well with your team, and every single team on a person on that team has the same method in terms of like uh, how they go about their reloads and whatnot. You're gonna do very, very well. I, feel. I agree with you. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I think I missed that part where uh, you're talking about doing drills and making sure that you're proficient with oh, yeah. both your gear and your abilities. Yeah, uh, that is that that is the individual part, isn't it? Where you're making sure that you individually have the ability to do what you want to be able to do when mm -hmm. you're playing airsoft. And when it comes to team play, obviously there is the individuality where you expect everyone to, it becomes a bit, um, not extremist, sorry, uh, elitist to mm -hmm. require your entire team to be as good as you or as good as you expect them to be. Yeah. Um, but there are they teams who work that way. They don't need to be as good, sure. 
um, that the whole um, you're only as strong as your weakest link is kind of bullshit, to be honest. It's but, uh, it's not just that. It's a game. It's a game yeah, of airsoft. It's just if a you're game. looking at it in team sports, then yes, you could take that to heart. And it is quite true. You you are as strong as your weakest link. Um, but that is for that is for very you know high performance sports. It's it's not a, it's not something that you'd want to put into airsoft because it it can ruin communities. It can it can create conflicts where it doesn't have to be one. It, yep. it, it's another part of this whole elitist um, not persona this this elitist idea that comes around mm. with some communities where you need to be this good to be yeah. a part of this. Um, yeah. which I don't like. It's it's not something that should be in the hobby of airsoft. No, it shouldn't. Those idealistic elitism is just something that should just stay away because it's when you're playing a regular airsoft game or when you go to a Milsom event, you I, I don't want to have to deal. Sure, there are people who are t- giving out orders, but you don't need to scream your head off at people. The only, the only difference I see between a normal game and a Milsom game is immersion. It's yep. not your competence. It's nope. not how good you're supposed to be at it. It's the immersion. That's yep. how I see it. If someone else says otherwise, then fine, be that way. Yep. But for me, when you're going to a Milsim compared to a normal airsoft <laughs> game, it's all about the immersion. You're yes. there to do a military simulation, not to be the military. Although yep. you will try and immerse yourself by being the military. Yeah. There's a there's a difference. And um if you want to find ways to increase your skill, there are means to do it. Um, I know that, like in my community of at Panther Airsoft, there is a, a former Canadian uh, Canadian um, military uh, persons there helping train those that want to increase skill in terms of um, stance shooting and running as a team. He is there to help the community out because he really enjoys it. Um, he's been doing, I, I don't want to say what he's been doing because I have no right to say what he's been doing. But um, granted, I've seen how he works. I've seen how he runs drills and I've seen like, uh, like how he goes about like the way that he stands. He seems incredibly genuine and people can learn a lot from him and people are learning a lot from him. So you can go to somebody um, you could. It's it's. You can watch as many YouTube videos, and pray to be as good as, say, the some snipers that you see in those videos. But the best way to go about and doing it is to just go out and do it. You will yeah, practice. You will practice makes perfect, and you can only work on your game by playing the game. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you're and totally sometimes- inept, like Arius, he just. You know, he goes in yeah, at a certain level and he comes d- out at a certain level. He's going to be the same yeah, forever. I, I I don't train and I, I just get better and better. Stubborn. <laughs> Stubborn. Or, or just uh, stupid, I guess. I'm being stupid. <laughs> One and the same? Being, Foolish? Being, yeah. being, being such a such a high-class uh, competitive shooter and I don't train, that's that's definitely going to be my downfall. Um, yeah. But, but uh, he- enough about me. Uh, <laughs> 
But Arias does do a great level of training. He works on his reloads. He works on his shooting. He knows how to point. He knows how to remove from holster, <laughs> insert back into holster reload. He knows, trust me, I've seen him point enough with his finger rather than the gun in most of his videos. There's a target just because over there he, and there and there. You want to aim at that and that and that. <laughs> just That's, because when I go to IWA, the only thing I do when I see you is point. Nah, just I because mean, of I've that. seen some of your videos where you're just like you're physically pointing with your hand at the target yeah I think that was one of those videos that I haven't released yet where I talk about target acquisition whilst shooting yeah, where you're, you you're leading onto your next target before you even start shooting at it um, yeah that's probably some that's probably a video I'd need to release to be honest because now people are randomly going why is he pointing at the targets <laughs> uh, why well, is he just I'm, randomly pointing Obviously, I'm telling you Mr. where they random are, but, pointer. Uh, Mr. Random Pointer, yeah, <laughs> I am Random Pointer. That should be my new Twitch name. Oh uh, God, <laughs> Point Guard, Point Guard. Oh, Point Dexter. No. Point um, Dexter. Anyway, so uh, yes, we talked about the individual skills and drills we can learn. Um, team stuff. Now, obviously, we were talking about the individuals in the team. What about the team overall? Communications, being able to. Uh, you know, mm, yes. do different tactics. I think team tactics is a great part for ourselves. I think it's a, a great, cu- not community thing. Uh, it's a great team building thing, especially yes. with larger teams where you guys can learn to do certain tactics or even find your own way of doing stuff. Because Airsoft has its own little niche or gimmick or some kind of thing. Because it's like BFGs or the use of, uh, airsoft bbs and so on it's it's different for example there's no wall banging if you understand mm. what that means in in gaming terms you, you can't shoot through walls you can't shoot through objects so airsoft has that part to where a in a real world situation you wouldn't be able to do a certain tactic because you'd probably get shot through a wall or shot through <laughs> a door or something like that uh but in airsoft you don't so you can find new ways of doing things tactics are ever so slightly different if not completely different to real world application i think mm. where teams start to learn that kind of stuff and apply that stuff and find oh that works really well at this ssf site we'll do that again and so on i think that kind of team play is what will really increase the skill of everyone in that team regardless of the individual skill of each person mm. you're right communication plays a huge part of it what about radios? Do you, do you think radios can just increase skill just like that? Or is there um, some some learning there too? I think when it comes to radios, it's all down to um, if you want to keep quiet within the team, if you have like a formation that you want to follow, and if you want to stay discreet, um, and you're, like headsets and radios are the way to go because then uh, there are means of communicating without using radios. There are signals, hand signals and whatnot. Um, using a radio doesn't really mean skill. It just means that you had the money to buy a radio and you want to look cool. <laughs> and it, that, using a radio is a means of talking to somebody at spawn in terms of like tactics. Um, there's a larger scale at, at play here when it comes to using a radio because the person with the radio is mainly talking to just the one person who's getting his commands from. And then with his team, he's either just speaking to in person or using signals. Hand signals is something that I have not seen in Airsoft. It's just, there's a guy in the window. There's a Do guy you think there needs to be to more hand tree. signals? Do you think there needs to be more hand signals? Well, when it comes to being quiet, uh, probably. Well, no, in general for Airsoft, because it's not just being quiet, it's distance as well. You can't shout 
across 50, 50 odd yards to someone else and expect them to hear you. Well, you use can. hand signals, they can probably <laughs> see that. But you're right. But you can. <laughs> hand signals, it depends on like people's vision too. But yes, uh, hand signals is a good one. one I haven't thing seen I found, people sorry, use One thing I found quite interesting when I was at a Sterling SF night game was the use of, not strobes, but IR signaling. They oh, were that using, works too. They weren't using Morse code. And if they were, I wouldn't have known because I don't know Morse code. But um, they were course using mode. certain Sorry, course mode? Morse code. Cor- yeah, I know, I know. Mo- yeah, I, 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 I just, see what I just did turned there. it around for some reason in my head because I'm being silly. Go on. Thank you, thank you, Schling Schlong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, they were using they were using IR signaling. So with their night vision on, uh, they would use IR signalers to. Uh, which is basically little IR strobes um, to signal their positions to each other and what phase they were in a certain plan. Um, yeah. One thing I found quite interesting is they planned their movements. They they would go to a certain they set a certain objective within you know their unique little teams and then based on their locations they'd signal when a, an area was clear and then move on. It, I think it was more part of the immersion than the team play against the other team, mm-hmm. but it feels quite immersive and it's quite cool and it's a it's a team thing you're expecting the other team to do something achieve it and then be able to signal back to you and if they don't win a certain set time then you're assuming that they haven't done what they were able to do and the tactics change or the mission changes or you know some something changes based on that criteria and i think that's that's not maybe not part of increasing your s of skill quotation marks but it Mm -hmm. can be a part of it depending on how it's contextually applied to the game mm, that's true that's true i like um i like that thank you uh there, there are many aspects that you could do in terms of tr- increasing your skill but i think arius uh said it right there thanks for listening if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please share it with others and post about it on social media to catch all the latest from Aris and Tim, don't forget to follow them both on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.